podcast everyone we can't tell you just how much it means to us that you go to all the trouble to spend your very valuable data on downloading this piece of entertainment brilliance yeah you so. should send us in an invoice whoa whoa hey whoa whoa hey yeah hey there. Yeah. I, abby shout mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. okay all 263 listeners will be sending an invoice. <laughs> yeah, yeah just send a care of the radio station maddie acton why me? Great, look, it's your maybe idea. you didn't get a chance to listen to the show this morning. Maybe you're trying to catch up. Yeah, and if you didn't listen to the show this morning, oh, you missed a cracker as well because we, well, we started off wondering if we should even be at work because yep. it was a public holiday. Maybe not in the future when you're listening to this, but it was, and, and we wanted to know if we should have stayed. People's Day for the Ecker. If you are listening in another state, you're like, what the hell is that? Stick around we, to find out. We tried to settle a very decent... The argument about toilet roll replacement. And uh, I think Brisbane came down on the side that people weren't expecting. Mm. Stand by. It's all coming up. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Brisbane, we hate you. Well, no, it's a public holiday. And look, we're sitting in here in the studio and we don't know if people are listening. We're saying it was very quiet on the roads when we're on here because some people have public holiday. And we thought, well, there's no point being here if no one's listening. If we'd have thought that, we shouldn't have turned up the last six months. (laughs) But it's always weird being in here on this day because none of the salespeople come to work. Yeah, you know, nah, no, nah. normally normally they're they're in at eight o'clock or seven o'clock, you know, having their healthy breakfasts in the kitchen. And yeah, no, no one's coming. Just no us, skeleton us. crew, skeleton crew. So thirteen ten sixty, give us a call if you're listening. And we said, don't call. Yeah, we said if no one calls, then we get all get to go home. Brooke and... in Mount Cravat, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing calling? Yeah. Um, I figured if I have to come to work, you guys have to go to work because what am I supposed to listen to all day? Oh yeah, yeah. If you guys I aren't understand. working. What we do you should do? We're punished together. Um, I work for a pharmaceutical co- company. Like, we make manufacture drugs and stuff. Okay. Oh, you're cooking today, are you? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. That's right. Yeah. Patadol's got to come from somewhere, Maddie. Yep. Uh, Luke in Sunnybank. Hey, how you going? What yeah, are you well, doing today, Luke? Yeah. Um, good, yeah. I thought you had to work because I drive all morning, so I listen to you. Yeah, all right, good point. Well, thank you, Luke. Thank you, Luke. Thank you for listening, hon. We shouldn't sound so depressed that we have pet just... listeners. <laughs> Isn't that the reason that we do this? Sarah in uh, Sarah in Springfield. Hey, Sarah. Hi, morning. Hey. Morning. Welcome. Um, why aren't you? I mean, we're here. Why are you here? Well, well, because I, I'm out of, you know, just out of the border of the of the Brisbane region. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yes, yeah, so I, I start work at five and oh. I have to wait till six for you to start. So oh. I definitely want you to stay on air. What do you, what I do hear you? what you're saying, Sarah. We'll start at five o'clock from now on for you, OK? <laughs> that would be great. Yep. What, what do you Come do up. for a living, Sarah? <laughs> um, I'm a cleaner. Oh, nice. In a school. So oh, got, got to get in before the children, you know. Yeah, fair enough. Are Thank you, you for that. You do the Lord's work, Sarah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you, do you pick up all the spare socks and stuff? Are you the one who fills so, up the lost and socks found? and jumpers, yeah. yeah. And, and the odd shoe. Do they have labels on them or do you just go for another one to the oh, About one out of ten might have a name. <laughs> drugs? Uh, you ever find drugs? No, no. I'm, I'm in little kids' school. Primary okay. school. So yeah. hardcore drugs? <laughs> they, they hide it well down here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much to everyone who has us on this morning. We do appreciate it. It's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Nikki, sexologist and relationship expert. As a sexologist, I get asked a lot of questions. When you look at the internet, what images do you look at? Are we doing it right? Am I normal? Figuring out whether I want other people in my life to know about this. There's a lack of permission and education out there. It depends on the connection you have with people. Where there's so much information that's needed that here's a platform where I can say all the things that I can't say on air. So I have one leg that's suspended off the ground. So this is why I've started Sex and Life. Download me, Dr. Nikki with Sex and Life, podcast1.com.au and the Podcast One app. I love you so much. Relationship. Oh, this is rubbing self into injury, the like of which I haven't seen. (laughs) Yes, Matty is a relationship ref. He is because he's given himself the whistle. But no, this is when you can can bring a problem that is, is going on in your household to us and we'll get the people to decide. And whatever they decide, it is final. Could be something trivial, could be something quite serious. Don't make me take that off you, Matty. You're like the guy at the rave who used to have a whistle I'd want to go and find. <laughs> okay. You can stop it, please. Okay. Anytime, Matty. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, so uh, you can hit us up on our Facebook page with the dilemma. One person that has done that is Sean. Morning, Sean. Hey, guys. How's it going? Yeah, good, good Sean. Now, we must state that anything that uh, Brisbane decides here is legally binding in your uh, relationship dilemma, but you'll have 30 seconds on the clock to put your case forward. So have a crack at it, mate. Go for it. Awesome. All right, well, my loving partner, good love start. of my life. Good start. Love her heaps. Stop. There's yeah. one thing that she annoys me the most. She never changes the toilet paper mm. when she finishes using the roll. Mm. Yeah. Just leaves it dead empty for me every single time. Yeah. Mm. And that's it. Like, just a little pet peeve. Just gets on my nerves. It's a bit of a role reversal here. Usually it's the woman whinging about the man. Yeah. It's like when you go to a, uh, like a shared house and it's all guys and it's like they seem to collect them. Mm -hmm. I don't know what sort of like, oh, look how much toilet paper we used. It's like some. Just tape them up and make guns later. But I would have thought, yeah, all right. Well, we're going to hear your beautiful partner, the love of your life, absolutely in love. Um, Amanda is on the other line. So, Amanda, you do have 30 seconds to reply. (laughs) <laughs> he's so lucky he's not at home at the moment. <clears throat> well, my my issue is that I think I'll leave enough toilet paper on the roll for one more week. Uh, and seeing as I use the toilet mm-hmm. ten times more than he does in mm-hmm. one day, mm-hmm. I should be allowed to leave as much on as I want. And especially being five months pregnant, oh. if I want to leave toilet paper on the toilet roll, I can do that. Case dismissed. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't realise it was such a hard job that to pivot 90 degrees to pick it up off the... The holder and put it onto the well, new roll. Well, I, think, I think we're going to have hey, to cancel this. I'm sorry. No, but okay. if it's not that hard a job, Amanda, then why can't you do it? Thank you, Doug. Because I, I leave I leave enough paper mm. on the mm. the leftover roll for one more week. So and how do you know so he's only got a week to go? No, how but this do you is the thing, though. What you're saying, Amanda, for a home game. Just to clarify, is that you are quite used to wearing using only a couple of squares, so you'd be happy with that the next time you went. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So she doesn't want to waste. That's her. Amanda, how do you know he's not saving up for a home game? We all save up for a home game. We want to save that number two for the home toilet. Oh, he's more than welcome to do that. But if his issue is that it's too hard for me to do it, I understand why it's too hard for him to do it as well. And technically... 
Sean doesn't need toilet paper when he goes to wee. He just, you know, a little shaky shake, tap, tap, tap. Why are you going? Exactly. So I use the toilet paper ten times more in a day than what he does. And, of course, you're pregnant even more. (laughs) Yep. Amanda, I know you're pregnant. I'm on Sean's side here. <laughs> no surprise. Um, I was until I heard your uh, your argument, Amanda, and now I'm kind of on your side. Mm. <laughs> well, it's up to the people of Brisbane to decide, and it is legally binding. So 131060, it's an age-old classic, not replacing the toilet roll on the toilet roll holder. Who is in the right? Who is in the wrong? Andrew and Redland, uh, what do you think? Whose side are you on in this hot topic? Amanda. Okay. I have a pregnant seven-month um, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And it is my job to keep her happy with whatever she wants. Oh, well done. Sound of a broken man. Well no, done. that's a man. That, that, well done, Andrew. Well done, Andrew. Well done, All right. Andrew. And, yeah, if she's leaving a few squares just for the next pee, that's understandable because mm. sometimes they only go about two mil. Okay. Yes, yeah. <laughs> See, that's the whole thing. How many squares do you need? Mm. It's a very individual thing. Yeah, but, that's true. Yeah. What do you use? I use way too many squares. <laughs> yeah. Way too many. So I would have to change okay, it. What's your, what's your square average oh, for the white I'm seats? disgusted if I'm into recycling, but I'm like, I'm like firmly... You're pulling it like you're trying to start a, like, a two-stroke a mower, few right? Rolls, which, a few rolls, a few like round... Yeah, I know. Oh, that's not, too much. I know it's too much. I'm just saying I'm not proud of it. I recycle Do you have a Vitamix else. in your bowl? How do you flush it? Cassie in Shayla Park. <laughs> Whose side are you on? I'm on his side. Okay, why? Because it's the height of laziness, and she knows it. She knows that there's probably not enough. So I I think regardless of being pregnant or not, no. It's just, I just think it's inconsiderate for the next person. Yep. Now, as the the ref, I'm just going to mix it up here. You said it's the height of laziness, Casey. I'm going to let Amanda have something to say to you about that, if she would like to, Amanda. Any return serve? If this is the one point I'm lazy about, let me list the endless reasons that Sean's lazy. Good oh, oh, yeah. okay. We don't have time for all of I that. I think that's the grown-up version of I know you are, but what am I? Uh, <laughs> Arnold in uh, Carbo, what do you think? Who is in the right, who is in the wrong here? I reckon it's a compromise. Huh? Mm. Yeah. But in leave what way? No toilet paper. Yeah. I'll leave no toilet paper on the roll. Mm-hmm. I'll leave the toilet seat up. Oh. oh, a bit of a, how do you like this? Oh, okay. Geez. Yeah, this right. is escalating. Pass- passive aggression from yeah. us. Yeah. All right. Well, 131060, if you want to wage in here. Weigh in. Uh, Curtis in Wellington Point, what do you think? Same thing. <laughs> 100% on Sean's side. Yeah. My partner, she bloody leaves no toilet paper on the roll every single time. Mm. 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 Is she Leaves pregnant? Because that seems me. to be the get out of jail for Yeah, it must right be. Now. Is it a hard toilet roll to change? I'm just saying there are some out there that are a little bit more difficult, or is it very simple? It's not one? akin to surprise. You just put it back simple on. Simple one, but mm. you know how hard is it? At the mm. end of the day, you use it, go put a new one on straight away. Curtis, it's the height of irony that this annoys the crap out of you because you've got nothing to do with it afterwards. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you to everyone who has uh, weighed in this because morning. Is our decision 50-50? Oh, no. What are we doing at 50-50? Supply or not supply? (laughs) Okay. We need to make the decision in here. That's how it works. All right. Well, Amanda, I don't know if you're going to like this, but we did have a big discussion off air, and we feel that we're proud of the fact that you leave enough in there. You obviously don't want wastage. How about you take what is left on it, change the roll, but put that little bit of that's left on top of the new roll? Amanda, are you still there? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm here. Okay. Okay. So, congratulations, Sean. You've essentially won today. Well done, buddy. Yeah.
<laughs> Brisbane's on your side, mate. There we go. Sorry, Relationship Amanda. ref. If you want to be part of this, uh, send us through what's happening at home. Uh, Stab Abby and Matt with Osha. Look us up on Facebook page. We'll help you out. Wake up with Stab Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Alpha Bucks, the biggest cash contest in Brisbane. It now plays at 7 a.m., 8 a.m. Your chance to win $10,000. And right now, some help for you guys. Yeah, the letters for tomorrow are T for Thomas and E for Elephant. Thomas the it Elephant. It was a tank engine. Ah, hey. it was. It was a very good yeah. point. Yeah. Play it tomorrow, Alpha Bucks. What, did you just sit there with your dictionary and just go through all the letters that start with E? Mm-hmm. I guess it's worth $10,000. Us. Stab Abby and Matt with Osha to the rescue. I remember you can get in contact with us uh, anytime. The place to do it is on our Facebook page. Just search Stab Abby and Matt with Osha. Uh, we do check it every single day. We do. And we are joined by a lovely couple from Springfield. We've got Zach and Miranda. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Miranda's a little bit nervous at this point because she has no <laughs> idea what's going on. Now, Zach yeah. has uh, contacted us and have, has been quite honest with, um, with how difficult the last year has been for you guys. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. so, Zach, you've got two little girls and you've um, now you're foster parents to another little baby? Yeah. So, Miranda has um, two girls, my stepdaughters, um, from previous relationship. And last year we got married uh, and then obviously we wanted some um, a little one of our own, but unfortunately I couldn't provide the goods. So um, we were looking into ways of um, how we could have um, a child and then we were uh, found out that there was a little one uh, in hospital with a genetic uh, genet- disease and had been in there for eight months of her life already. And so Miranda and I wanted to obviously find out what the go was and then we met her and it was basically it was meant to be and so April this year was her first birthday and we got to bring her home and um, the last five months have been pretty difficult obviously transitioning with a child who needs 24-hour care and um, we had to completely change our life but um, well worth it that's for sure. Wow to hear that is pretty amazing because you know that it's hard to bring any any child into to your home to realise that you need someone to be there 24 hours care is is quite full on when's the last time you guys had time together Miranda um honestly can't remember (laughs) (laughs) well Miranda we believe that you're a huge fan of R&B Fridays yes I am (laughs) and Zach what have you done yeah so babe I know last year like you wanted to go to the live show and every day you were messaging me to go and call to try and get free tickets and unfortunately we couldn't get through um so i've been putting money away and i've bought us two premium tickets to go and see uh, r&b live um in october uh, september no october yeah get that right zach oh my god yeah, that's yeah i know right awesome. <laughs> i'm gonna kill you <laughs> why this is this is good miranda i'd hate to would say he'll give him something nice if he does something bad. Um, <laughs> I always do like. <laughs> Now, guys, this is this is such a you're such a beautiful couple and um, amazing people for for taking on um, a little one year old in this situation. So, Zach, you've done that, but we've also organised something as well. Yeah, because we thought mm-hmm. not often that you guys will get to go away. And look, he's obviously been to it, beaten us to it. He's got premium tickets for you already. 
Very well mm-hmm. done, putting the money aside, Zach. Um, but Thank we've you. got you a night at the Ridges at Fortitude Valley, which is amazing. It's new premises that have opened, and it's right by the R&B Friday live gig. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much, guys. So you're going to be there spending an amazing night away, and then you also get to go to the Six Acres re- um, restaurant as well, which is unbelievable. Awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. you got to get babysitters now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now we have to work out uh, some nurses to come look after the little one. But uh, it'll be worth it. I'm looking forward to it. Nice work, guys. Well, uh, lovely to meet you. And, Zach, thanks thank so much so for much. getting in contact with us. Oh, thank you. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Thank you. Enjoy. Thanks, and all the best as well. We hope her um, health continues to be okay. Yeah, let's hope so. Yeah. Uh, good on you guys, and a massive thank you to the team at Ridges Fortitude Valley, uh, your home in the valley. As soon as these guys heard this story, uh, they put their hand up and said they wanted to be a part of it. So uh, make sure you go and check them out, Ridges Fortitude Valley. It's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. Sherry. The death march? Yep. Let's let it... Uh, that's never been played at a funeral ever before. No, but it's a death march. It's it's from a it's from, I think it's one lake. Mm. Is it? Mm, yeah. Right. Um, Maybe. Thirteen ten sixty. I don't know if anyone will call for this. If anyone's got a story, yeah, on funeral horror stories. Like birth, yeah. deaths, and marriages, man. Mm. It, all, it all comes out around birth, deaths, and marriages, doesn't it? Well, because it's one of those things where you expect it's like the last moment in someone's life. Everything should be perfect, and it's when you're at a funeral and like a phone goes off. Mm. I don't know if that's ever uh. happened to you, but I've heard like someone's got that real funny ringtone, mm. and sometimes it can break I like the mood. Big butts <laughs> and I cannot lie. You love that song. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now, the reason we want to ask this question, um, funeral horror stories, 131060, I was reading this um, online, um, and it is the story of a grandfather who was being buried over in uh, Cleveland mm. um, in America, and I've sent you guys the link so you can see the picture. Oh, man. When they've dug the grave, obviously there was a grave beside it that has been there for quite a while. <sighs> there is a foot from the person beside them sticking out into the dugout grave. And it's it's, it's 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 almost like he's got the itchy bottom of their foot and they're trying to scratch it <laughs> on, on, the on the coffin that's being lowered. What gets worse, Matty, is if you... I read the story you sent me. It gets worse because the funeral worker, the, the cemetery worker they called over to investigate then dropped his ciggies mm. and phone into the hole. Oh. Sure did. Oh. And they, hang on, but to be fair, mm. they fished them out with a rake. <laughs> well, they they didn't you know climb what? in. Yeah. They got, they got the rake out and just sort of scratched them back up the side. Yeah. Do you know my friend when she... Um, <laughs> they were all getting together as a family and they were waiting for this moment to get together in one place to throw the ashes into the ocean, mm. which is oh, where lovely. the grandmother requested. Mm. Beautiful. So, oh, yeah, but right on the cliff, it was down at York Peninsula. And they were waiting for all the grandkids to get together and all of them wanted to do it and mm. quite some young ones as well. Mm. And they were checking. Like, they're not stupid. They're like, we're checking with the wind. Do you know what I mean? Like, they, mm. we were going to throw it up and it was going to go that way. Yeah. But because the kids didn't realise that they shouldn't have been on the right, they should have to move around and throw them into the ocean. So they threw them up. <gasps> all just went back on them. <clears throat> they were like... 
Did they have their mouths open? Well, you wouldn't expect it. And they're like saying that they're brushing off. They had to turn around and brush it off and they're all trying to be respectful. Eventually they were just laughing and say the grandma would have laughed about it. One last hug. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard, like it gets, like it can get pretty grim around funerals because obviously a lot of emotion. I've heard of people that on the, they they have so much arguments about wills and things like Mm. that. Mm. On the way to the funeral, stop in through the police station and take out an AVO on a relative. Wow. So that when they get to the 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 little chapel, they mm. can go. You're not allowed to come in here because I've got an AVO out on you. Hope it's not the one in the coffin. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here, mate! Yeah. You're not meant to be here. Come <laughs> um, on, man. Yeah. Well, the, and the best part of this whole story was. Oh, um, the, the fact, plot thickens. No, no, no. I'm just saying oh, when staff. when they went to the 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 people who own. Apparently, it's a privately owned. Oh. Um, Burial yeah. site. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they asked them about it. And they said, "Oh well, they're dead people, and that's just what happens." What they what? don't? Did they, someone they didn't even go... apologise? They just went. The cemetery caretaker Bill is yeah. his name. Brilliant. Bill Plog, what a name. Mm. Yeah. Um, he said that if you want, you can opt for a concrete vault. Most people don't. The cheaper option is. The wooden one, and they deteriorate, and that's what happens. And then you end up with one foot in the grave. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Holly and West Stand, you've given us a tingle on 131060. What's your funeral disaster? Um, With my great-auntie's funeral, her two sons were lowering her down into the ground, and one of the straps broke, and so she fell out of the coffin. Oh, my um, gosh. And so, yeah, no. so they saw her face, and that was, like, their last memory of her, and oh they had God. to get debriefed, and, oh. yeah, it was it was horrible. What do they yeah. do? Do they just, like, throw some dirt on and go, well, she's in there anyway, or do they mm. have to pull her out, put her back in a box, and put her down again? So they pulled up a big curtain all around so that no one else could see because everyone was watching as it went down, like all the other guests and that sort of thing. So they covered it up and then I think they just kind of kept going and just really quickly lowered it and then just kind of covered it and then that was kind of it. So I think that they went back later and then sorted out. At least I hope they did. Otherwise, she'll be kind of half out of it still buried. Yeah. The worst thing about that story... Is they have a curtain oh, so I for just same. such an occasion? It happens so, so often. often. It's like at the, the yeah. horse racing, and yeah. they get the curtain out for the exactly. horses. Like they expect yeah. that to happen yeah. so much, yeah. they have a curtain. Get the drop curtain. Got another one, I, Barry. I told you to replace that strap. It hasn't worked for the last twelve funerals. <laughs> Kate in Ipswich. It's a cheery topic, uh, but when have you had a funeral disaster? Uh, my grandfather got buried, and he'd already been cremated, so we were all standing around at the, the lawn plot, and he was getting buried on top of my grandmother's coffin. So as I was sort of put the, the little box in the in the ground, they had a very elderly gentleman playing on the bugle, but he was so out of key that everybody just started the whole shoulders bobbing, chuckling, trying not oh. to <laughs> crack up. And then as I put the little urn in the ground, they just sat a 60-kilometre-hour road sign on top of it to cover it up rather than burying dirt over it while we were all standing around. Oh. <laughs> what? That's odd. There's no speed limits in heaven. Wow. Yeah, exactly. I guess every KO so is a killer. Down to the pearly gate, yeah. <laughs> Ella, you're a manly uh, funeral horror story. What do you got? Hi, so it was my grandfather's funeral mm. and we're all waiting at the funeral home before everything gets started and my mother gets a call from where we're having the wake. And they're all like, yeah, so sorry we cannot have your wake here. The power pole outside of our bu- building has literally blown up. Oh. I mean, fire brigade, everything. There's trees on fire. Like, it is terrible. And the funny thing was, was my grandfather was an electrician. Mm. So we just think he was having the biggest stab at us. Yeah, he did not like the, the choice of venue, Ella. Yeah, he did <laughs> not. not. Wow. Wow. Jill in North Lakes. 
Okay, I'm going to set the scene for you. Okay. You're you're in a beautiful old-fashioned funeral home. You're Mm. upstairs. Mm. Um, They've lowered your grandfather through the floor. Everyone's crying. Then you go over and you have snacks and nibbles and finger Mm. food. And, and and everyone's like, okay, we're ready to go outside. Um, you you have to take your grandmother down the lift because she's too frail to go down the steps. Yeah. You go down to the bottom floor because you think that is the lower level. The uh-huh. lift doors open, and there's your naked grandfather on a slab. Oh, oh. <laughs> they oh they went to the wrong. You went we to went the wrong to floor. The very lowest floor. Naked. Um, so we oh. All quickly surrounded grandmother before she got a chance to mm. see it. Quickly mm. pushed well, the she's button. Seen it she'd be the only one that had seen it. <laughs> wow. Oh, God. Wow. So my last image of my grandfather is him lying naked on a silver slab. Every, every time you think of him, you hear elevator music. That's terrible. <laughs> All wow. right. David in Nudgy, bring us home. Uh, hello, mate. Um, I used to be a funeral director, mm. and I used to do cremations. Yeah. And um, I, I used to live in Mackay, mm-hmm. and I used to have to um, drive the bodies down to um, Rockhampton, right? And it was a um, person that was two hundred kilos, mm-hmm. and the actual and the actual flames has come up the top, and we've had to call the fire brigade and everything as well. David, I heard this. Was, Is this because there's so much fat fats. that it, it it's like if mm. oh my god, it's like if you yeah. get a barbecue on fire with too much fat. Yeah. Yes, it was. It was very, and we, and when, and the surrounding suburb, um, the people have called the um, fire brigade, and they've all come and had to put it all out, and yeah, they thought it was. They thought um, funeral home was on fire. Mm. Does it smell like steak? The no, it it doesn't smell like steak at all. Mm. (laughs) Okay, it smells. It smells smells like um, like like burnt hair. Oh, oh yeah, yeah right. Yeah, okay. Well, there we go. I didn't think we'd get that many calls. We got heaps, but we got them. Well, everybody right, so. dies. Yeah, and I guess everyone makes mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up with Stab, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit one hundred and five. Hi, I'm Dr. Nikki, sexologist and relationship expert. As a sexologist, I get asked a lot of questions. When you look at the internet, what images do you look at? Are we doing it right? Am I normal? Figuring out whether I want other people in my life to know about this. There's a lack of permission and education out there. It depends on the connection you have with people. Where there's so much information that's needed that here's a platform where I can say all the things that I can't say on air. So I have one leg that's suspended off the ground. So this is why I've started Sex and Life. Download me. Dr. Nikki with Sex and Life, podcastone.com.au and the Podcast One app. Oh, I'm excited by this because, Manny, I found something that I think you should apply for. I think it, I just, it's you. It's you. It is brilliant. And I'm talking about budgie smugglers uh, looking for their next most ordinary bud. Australia's uh, most ordinary rig. Just when you thought you were getting a compliment. <laughs> you are getting a compliment. And the reason I say that it would be for you, because the criteria, you, I think you tick every box. Are you ready for it? This is a big one, okay? 
You should look like you could have been good at sport at some point in your life, although you were most likely prevented via injury or robbed by selectors earlier in your career. Oh, that's you Boom. in a nutshell. That's you. You keep going on about your footy career. A big fat nutshell. Well, <laughs> no, I just gave up on sport to uh, pursue radio. I was, uh, I did play rugby oh, yeah. league at the elite level of representative, and I was age champion every year through yeah. school at running, and I held the uh, the record for one hundred sprints. You chose yeah. to walk away. Yeah, yeah. I, I chose to. So, yeah, yeah. you're right. This you're is right. me. Yeah, Couldn't, I think it's great. Couldn't Next run away, one is <laughs> you must be capable of launching a child from their shoulders several metres in the swimming pool. You're a dad. That's you. You'd do that all the time, wouldn't you? Oh, I don't like cold water, but I could oh. give it a go. <laughs> I'm a toe dipper. <laughs> Budgie okay. smugglers make swimming togs, Manny. So you're going to have to like cold water. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. They should be able to look like they can run for a taxi and swing an axe. He doesn't look like yeah, he that's that's yeah, he that beard. He can swing an axe. And the last one is a six pack is an automatic disqualification. Oh, we are in. Oh yeah, and the reason <laughs> I want to do that is because I think we should keep this title in Queensland because we actually have. Mm. Dan. Now, Dan was the ordinary rig winner in 2016. Morning, Dan. Hey, guys. What's happening? Nothing much, Dan. Now, please tell me since 2016, taking out the title, you haven't let yourself go and got a (laughs) six-pack. Nah, mate. I haven't gone backwards. It's probably um, gone up more than anything. A bit of fluctuation between the autumn and winter months. But other than that, it's still pretty ordinary. Can I ask, Dan, is is there any... um, like, are you nervous about having everything on show down there? Because we all know, fellas, we just give it a little brush to get it at its peak. It can be. You're not talking about the belly, are you? No, no. no. You know what I'm saying, Dan? Yeah, I know what you're saying, but I think um, you just got to embrace what you've got, mate, and, and be happy with what you've got. That's what it's all about, I yeah. think. And and sometimes it's a grower, not a shower. I'm yeah. with you. Dan, I'm with you. When you win, when you're in, when you win the ordinary rig 2016, is the kind of thing when people see you out, they go, "There's a good bloke. I'm going to buy him bigger chips, like a big pack of chips." Like, do people hand you snacks as victory? Yeah, mate. No, because like I, I was from Mount Isa, so I've just moved back down to Brizzy. Mm. Up in Mount Isa, I got pretty big. I had a ticket tape parade. I got the keys to the city. <laughs> um, but other than that, I only got a few selfies. But now I'm down in Brizzy. Mm. No one really knows me, so like I'm looking. Looking for a, um, a manager to get a bit of a gig down here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. yeah so and are you that's single? That's why I moved down to chase the fame. Yeah. But other than that, yeah. Are, are you, you single or is someone uh, wrapping no, their arms? I'm married yeah. with a little girl, oh, Evie. Lovely. She's two. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we're down here now. Right. Yeah. With the uh, competition, um, I can imagine it would be different than what you would have for, like, maybe Cleo Bachelor of the Year. Did you? Were you guys having a few drinks throughout this competition? Yeah, it was at the Ivy um, oh, in Sydney, yep. so it was pretty large. It was the first inaugural year, so no one really knew what to expect. Mm. But mm. then, um, yeah, we threw it on a bit, mm. and it was a lovely day, let me mm. say. What do you think, Maddie? <laughs> um, just going back to my footy days, I- I'm from Gladstone, Dan. How old are you? Uh, 31. Did you play rugby league? Nah, rugby union, mate. Uh, the game <laughs> Look at you trying to bond. Say, we, might, we might have played footy against each other. I, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'll put myself forward for this. Is this what we're going for here? Yes. 
You oh, think yeah. so? Are you your manager? You want to put the, the goods in? Yes. Mm-hmm. If, we could, you... if we could get all of, like, I'm, we're chasing Osh. Like, no offence, Osh. <laughs> but um, I know you hide a great dad bod behind that suit in the batchy. Yeah. yeah. And if yeah. my people talk to your people, we can get you in a pair of budgies and get you guys to enter ordinary regate. Yeah. What do you reckon? Osh. Oh, Dan, it's it, it would be a title. I don't know. I might be the first person to win both ordinary rig 2018 and Cleo Bachelor 2000. Oh, oh yeah. Hold both That's titles. That's what we want, mate. We're chasing. I feel so left out of this competition. Yeah. I know. I don't want six pack, hon. Yeah. Have you? I oh know. Are you still packing the dad board under there? Or what? Uh, I am actually. Though, <laughs> me and my Iraqi tailor Assad, he does brilliant. He does the Lord's work, Iraqi. Yeah, <laughs> he's very yeah, good. Yeah, it does look good on TV, mate. <laughs> right, he well, does so a good job. Forget <laughs> me. Is that a commitment? Is, is that a commitment? Do you doing? Going to do it, Osh? Oh, when's the when's the deadline for 2018, Dan? November. What November. Are you, yeah. And then and then the competition is on the third of January, um, the day before the Ashes. Oh, of course it is. Of course it is. Yeah. Of course it is. <laughs> you got you, you. may as well enter as well, then. Yeah, Maddie. both enter. Yeah, go up oh, against. I want all you guys to enter. We could get your pair of budgies, get it happening, yes. go get a photo shoot. I, and, I, I, I've never been so prouder. Yeah, because you're skinny at staff. Yeah, you're I'm skinny, super. so you I'm can't. Got, you've got till November, hun. <laughs> get, a few cake, get a few cakes and pies in, dear. Yeah. yeah. You'll be right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good you on know you, I'll make your breakfast every morning. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. Nice to talk to you, buddy. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Stab Abby and Matt with Osho. If you uh, think you've got the rig to uh, get yourself far in this competition, we'll get the details up on our Facebook page. It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osho. Hit 105. We are smashing all of his songs on the radio at the moment because he is one very talented, talented man. Dean Lewis is in the building. Good morning. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Well, congratulations on Waves. What a brilliant song it is. Thanks so much. Yeah, it was, it's weird because I um, didn't expect it to kind of keep going. It was supposed to be the introduction song. You know, you put it out and then, you know, we'll put something else out a couple of months later. And, and it kept stopped. going. I thought that it sort of came and went. In, it always does. It always does. It always does. We actually do say that in the studio quite a bit with everything. We're like, oh, yeah, it always does. Oh, so I love that. I love that. Now started Thank quoting you. your lyrics. That's mm. awesome. Yeah, cheers. Um, so, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, when I first saw your film clip yeah. on the TV, because I still watch them, I know not many people do. I do. Um, yeah. I saw it. I thought that you were British. And I just, right. I, I don't know why, I just made that assumption. Well, I mean, rec- recorded the song in England. And, That's uh, right. There's a hint of an accent. Too. Yes, I mean, yeah, I mean, I spent so much time over there. Like, mm. I would just spend seven weeks over there. And, um, yeah, I wrote a song over there, too. So I think some of it comes through. And mm. I, I kind of pick up accents quick. You know, if you spend yeah. you spend uh, two months in a place, you yeah. tend to pick, I pick up. Abby will have a slight accent by the end of this interview talking to you. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, Adele's here. Um, but, yeah, no, it was really quite funny because we're like, is he Australian? Which we should have obviously known. But yeah. we were like, is he Australian? Because, yeah, you look at the film clip, you hear your, your music. Yeah. And apparently you represented, which I was pretty excited about, yeah. you represented Australia in something. Yeah, so when I was, like, a teenager, uh, me and my brother, we represented Australia in the World Cyber Games for Halo 2. So um, it, was, it was like an Xbox game. and Halo 2 is pretty big. Don't You don't have to explain it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone else knows what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Halo's massive, guys. It's a, it's a shooting yeah. one. Yeah, shooting one. Yeah. First-person yeah, yeah, yeah. shooter. Um, yeah. yeah. And I uh, just, you know, I mean, I was before music. I got obsessed with music after that, so it was kind of productive. But I was obsessed with that before mm. and gaming. And I was a Call of Duty member, so I was Call I'm a Duty, PlayStation, yeah. so I didn't ever get into um, Halo. Yeah, um, but I, I hear it's great, Master Chief. So, and all that. where yeah, were your yeah, parents yeah. the most proud when you represent Australian computer games or music? Well, um, <laughs> my parents actually used to say like. 
don't don't you know you're wasting your life playing games. It's mm. it's you know we get so much pressure on it. But you know these days actually there's it's like a, some coin. it's huge. It's, it's, a, huge. it's yeah it's like you're real careers. Like Fifty thousand people in stadiums watching people play. It's absolutely massive. It's gigantic. Yeah. Actually, you know probably as big as music. So, yeah. Um, you should so do shut that. up, guys. Why yeah. don't you do that during like when you're performing live? Just to you play, could just play. play it and then play a song and then go and play it again. Like just appeal to everyone. Yes. Do you know what is interesting? I don't know if you've um, gotten into any VR. I've got um, the VR on, on my PlayStation. No, no. Virtual no. reality. That's the next thing. Hey. Virtual reality for the normal people say listening. That. Um, yes, you do. <laughs> you do. You do. Um, but what a lot of people are doing, I think it's one of the next steps, is concerts in VR. So you yeah. can be in the crowd at home. And yeah. they've also done ones where you get up on stage with the person. You know, how everyone has yeah. that dream. Like when you go see your favourite artist, you go, this is the time he's going to pull me up on stage. We're going to sing our favourite song together. He's going to love it. And he's going to yeah. say, you're so good. You come on tour with me. I think you might be <laughs> geeking out a little bit too much. I was going to say, tone it, back it, does, it does sound like two virgins have run into each other at EV Games and they've just seen <laughs> the new, it's would, the new release day. Would, oh my God, oh this my is God. like the greatest thing. You should come back to my house. I'll ask your dad, but then we can come back. Sorry, I can't. I've got to go home. My mum's going to take me to the dance and You guys wouldn't be interested. You guys wouldn't be interested in putting on a VR helmet, being in your in your home, but at an Adele concert, and Adele picks you up on stage in VR, and you sing with her in virtual reality. No, because I like sex with women. <laughs> that is not true when you know it. <laughs> so we've given you so many ideas for your tour, hey? Yeah, I should take some away. It's been yeah. good. Good research. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm not going to say you're a liar. Yeah. Oh, don't. Is this the fact that we were... But I'm not sure I believe something that we were told about you. Yeah, go ahead. You, you have written the greatest song of your life. In of the your last career, couple of weeks, right? is that oh, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, I wrote, I wrote the best song in the world and my dog ate the, uh, the, the, the lyrics. To be honest, I kind of exaggerated. It was just a song. He's just a little rat. He's a little rat dog. And he, um, he just bites things and he's quite young and he just ate, he ate my lyrics. And I just thought, I'll be funny. It'd be funny if I say it was the best song in the world. Mm. Got it. But, you know, uh, I probably should have stuck to the joke, eh? Well, yeah, I was, I was realising now, you know when you have that post? Yeah. Yeah, I kept giving it away. <laughs> post like regret. No, I did the, actually lose a song. I what's, did. What's the best song in the world? Now it's dog shit. It's literally. <laughs> yeah. literally, literally. Literally. Literally dog shit. I'm surprised you guys found that. You guys like researched that. So, hey, mate, Lose My Mind. It is available now. That's your new single. Yeah. Um, obviously, with this, this much music killing it, Going on tour? You're going to be heading around the place? Yeah, so I'm um, I'm doing some shows here and then um, yeah, sold out. It's my first headline tour, so I kind mm. of all sold out pretty quick, which is cool. Blew my mind, but um, and then I'm coming back in November to do some more shows, some bigger ones, and I'm off to America and uh, London and all that stuff. Great. Some exciting stuff happening over there. Waves is sort of just getting started mm-hmm. in the states, so we'll see what happens. Oh, but awesome. um, it's cool, yeah. Do you just wait, just looking for the ticket sales, just refreshing? No, no. I mean, I, th- I think at first you look at like numbers and YouTube, yeah. and you like look at all that stuff, and but then you kind of go, you hit a certain point, and you're just like, oh, like can't control that. I think you, you go crazy mm. if you were yeah. like looking at all the things that are happening. And mm. If yeah. you only sold 20 tickets, would you cancel the show or would you just persevere? I think my manager would probably like uh, cancel me. <laughs> yeah, just cancel me. Just, you're done. But I'd do it. I'm up for anything. Yeah, yeah. nice. Well, man, uh, nice to meet you. Thanks for coming in. Thanks so much for having uh, me and for all the support. Really appreciate it. Aren't you tired of paying big bucks to see a movie only to find out afterwards it was kind of terrible? If we paid to see this, we put ourselves through the movie gauntlet so you don't have to. I'm Darren Hayes. I'm Anthony Armentano. And this is a movie podcast where we pay to see movies the week that they open and then just tell you our honest opinion about them. We sometimes go off topic. Can dogs smile? See. We might sometimes be a little not safe for work. He means we swear. Well, sometimes a movie is so f***ing terrible or f***ing awesome that you have to. Isn't this a great advertisement to check out We Paid to See This? You can listen to the show at podcastone.com.au or download the Podcast One app. Do we have a listener?
who has a naked photo of themselves on the wall. It's been revealed that Cindy Crawford, supermodel Cindy Crawford, she's 51. She has a massive black and white photo of herself posing as Eve with the snake wrapped around her, boobs out, mm. uh, on the wall of her office. And everyone who comes in there for a meeting has to stand there and look at her perfectly formed 27-year-old body uh, on the wall. It can make you uncomfortable, but we're wondering if anyone in Brisbane has this. Phones lit up like a Christmas tree. They uh, Adele did. in and Gary. Is this true for you? Um, it's not a picture of me, but my ex-partner... He's got a picture of himself, which has been made into a clock. Um, so <laughs> which part does the TikTok part tell? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we know what part the the clock face covers. But um, <laughs> yeah, so jeez, why why did he do this? What made what possessed him? He wanted well, a bigger he's clock. He's a bodybuilder, so he's pretty self obsessed right. with his body. Mm-hmm. So and he just thinks it was amazing, but. And, it, like, he did it himself. It was one of the cheap shop, like, clocks from <laughs> the cheap shop. And, like, he, oh, it was, it was incredible. It was That's hilarious. Because, obviously, he wants to look at it so often. Yeah. You've got to see the time every yeah. day. What time is it? Well, the big hands on. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, Michelle in Bridgman Downs, um, you have a naked picture of yourself. I have four. Four mm. around your house. Okay. Yes. Why? Well, I actually bought them as a gift for my husband's 30th birthday. Lovely. Uh-huh. And he thought that they were so terrific that he hung them. Mm. Oh. How, so, how naked? Yeah. How naked? Um, very naked. <laughs> <laughs> how, long, how long ago were the photos taken, Michelle? Um, so they were taken um, in my early 30s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm now 40 plus. Mm-hmm. But I'm still really proud of them. They're black and white. They're very artistic. Mm. Um, the only problem I had was when we were having an open house and... <laughs> They were hanging there, and, and everybody did see them. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, did they put the price yeah. up? Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. I'll see you this afternoon. Yeah. Uh, Lydia, <laughs> is your house still on the market? I'm looking to buy. Lydia and Narangba, do you have naked photos of yourself on your wall? Um, unfortunately, no, but I do have a family friend who had photos of herself up. I haven't seen her in a little while. I'm mm. going to assume they're still there, though. Um she was just kind of standing there naked. She had quite long hair. Um, it just, like, covered her breast. Mm. Um, very tasteful photo. She had a few others laying on hard wooden floors. Just, yeah, absolutely starkers. But... Isn't it funny, though, that t- we go, okay, this is weird that they're naked and hanging in the house, but yet what we're talking about here is probably 83% of Instagram accounts hmm. online. Yeah. And then yeah. we just go, oh, yeah, there's another one. Flick, flick, flick. And I guess the other yeah, thing guilty. is... <laughs> you always say, you know, people, women especially, should be proud of their bodies, and then when yeah. they are, you go, oh, that's a bit that's weird. That's a bit, that's a bit, yeah. that's a bit weird. Yeah. I guess it's a yeah. self-motion where you like, if they are answering the door naked mm. and they have photos behind them naked, you go, oh, okay. When you go the opposite way, though, if you're <laughs> this yeah. is me with some clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, Melissa and Moray Field, have you got uh, you got photos of yourself on the wall with no clothes on? I do. I do like 50s uh, pin-up photography Ooh. and I oh. won a boudoir shoot. Yes. Oh. And um, my partner and me went and did it and then he made a frame at work mm. and put it in our living room across our TV so that anyone who walks in can <laughs> see it. Nice. Are you proud of it? You know what? I look banging. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But yeah, it's it's. I'm. I don't want people to see it like that. But he loves the frame, and he's all excited about the frame. So. Sure he is. I'm sure it's all in the frame. <laughs> That's it. It's his great wood, obviously. <laughs> oh, sure it is. Oh, we like it. Sorry, I like Melissa. it. Well done. You got a clap from Maddie. Congratulations. <laughs> well done. <laughs> well, there we go. So we got we got a lot of them. We didn't even get to all the calls either. 
Yeah. So good on you, Brisbane. Mm, getting it out. Yeah. Putting um, it up. If you'd like to go one step further, take a picture and tag at Hit105Brisbane on Instagram. Mm-hmm. We'd today, love to see some today's of Today's going to be a good day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit105. <clears throat> now, sorry, I was calling my throat because I'm fighting a bit of a flu. Um, and that might be why I've started to do something new in my life that I want to encourage all of you guys and all of Brisbane to take on. And that is napping in your car. That's dangerous. You kill someone. No, no, no. Yeah. Just like, you mean just quality time, like you time? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. In, in the driveway or pull up around the corner just before you get home? Anywhere. I like to do the whole, I'm going to be home in three quarters of an hour, but really I'm home. Like probably about twenty minutes. Before so you're that. two streets yeah, yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, this is something I've toyed with for a little while. I've thought this could be me, and I've never tried it <laughs> until the other night. I had we had the most horrendous night's sleep with the baby. Yeah. Waking up, Esther's tired. My wife. I'm really tired, and I said to her, "Babe, I'm going to take one for the team." I will take Ethan and his mates to basketball. The game was at 20 to 10 on a Friday night. What? what? Yeah, so late. That's it. Once they're into the... He's playing under 17s. Yeah. And oh, okay. once they get to that age, it's like yeah. they just think, well, whatever. You, Your parents don't need to sleep. They don't care. Mm. Well, it's keeping them off the street. That's all good. That's right. So <laughs> I, I go and drop him off at uh, Kelvin Grove. And I thought to myself, uh, we were a little bit early, and I said to him, I'm just going to sit in here on my phone for a minute and just take five minutes, and I'll come in and um, I'll watch the game. And as I sat there, I'm in this dark back street behind a school. Nothing sus. I thought, I could just punch out a nap. So I set my alarm to go off at four-quarter time, Mm -hmm. so just before the last quarter. Mm -hmm. I reclined, Mm -hmm. and I kicked back, Mm -hmm. and I zonked it. So good. Straight out to sleep, and I thought, I'll get there in enough time to watch the last quarter, know the end score. If Esther quizzes me, I'll be able to just say enough, but she won't know I had a nap. You've started it now. You're in the dad nap club. My dad used to do that because he used to, um, I used to do ballet late and all the dads used to pick us up Mm. and we used to get the car in the front to beat the horn because all the dads would be asleep and we'd stick (laughs) away on the thing. So the first one that came out would have to beat the horn and all the dads would wake up. So good. Yet again, just one more thing that I cannot do. Why not? Do you have a scooter? You can't uh, nap on a scooter. What's that guy doing upright with his eyes shut? <laughs> Is he dead? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can't do it. What about what about your you know your son that you're trying to you know you're trying to be a, a solid male role model in his life and he he turns around after he pulls off some great basketball move and he sees the empty grandstand. There's no dad there. He doesn't want his 15 year old looking dad in there going, nah. "Come on, mate." Yeah. No, 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 he's fine with him staying he, in the car. He doesn't care. But a word of warning. <laughs> mm. Now we are heading down a great path of life and I am definitely encouraging everyone to do it. The only word of warning is mm, mm, mm. be careful because the other night when I did it, mm. I thought this is yeah. so good I went for a second round. Mm. People will report you to the cops. Yes. So if you're the only car in a cul-de-sac mm-hmm. ah. and you're asleep yeah. in the front seat of your car, mm-hmm. oh. the cops will come and tap on the window yeah. and you will need to do a breath test, mm. which ah. happened to oh, me. Oh, of course. You need a sign. 
That's... I'm not drunk. I'm just sleeping. Which no, is... I think I think the opposite. You need to put like a whole lot of junk food in your car and uh, get a pair of binoculars. And say, I'm on a stakeout. <laughs> He's gonna leave any second. Because he, the cop that did it to me the other night, didn't believe me when yeah. I said, "Oh, yeah. my 15 year old is inside yeah. playing basketball." Yeah. He's like, "Mate, yeah. you are off your tits. Yeah. Get in the back." And I was like, "Oh my god, this is it. Mm. I'm gonna get arrested. I'm gonna have to call Esther mm. from the cop shop. I would prefer to have been done for drink driving." Mm. Then tell her that I got busted by the cops napping because yeah. she is going to be livid yeah. that I'm sneaking in sleep yeah. and pretending that I'm tired than I am. How? So, um, so what did you ask the cop? Can you please say I blew over? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take me, take me, take me down. Wake up with Stab, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit one oh five. Great show it's been. It's a beautiful day. Top of thirty today for People's mm. Day at the Ecker. A lot of wind coming on to blow that firework smoke away at the end of the night. Freak out the surrounding suburbs with a smell. <laughs> I'm thankful for that. <laughs> There's some things I'm not thankful for. And that's why we have this music right here. Let's see. Oh, there we go. Hey there. Little bank dongle key with the flashing numbers on it. When I go to pay a bill online, I have to put the six-digit code that flashes up in you into the computer. It changes like every 30 seconds. Every 30 seconds. Yeah. But I often get the numbers back to front. So I take a little longer than you were designed for to check and recheck and triple check it. Uh, But then it rejects the code because I got it wrong. uh, And I have to start again. And it takes a couple of goes. It's like the Hurt Locker. It's really annoying. And then it locks you out. Mm. Yeah. Thanks, but no thanks. Just don't have security, mate. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to get hacked. Mm. Speaking of getting hacked... Hey, one of the big four banks. Oh, it's a bank edition. Mm. So someone used my credit card details to purchase hotels over in New York. Sorry about that. Well, I did think it was Maddie because he's going to New York in December. Good point. Mm. Maxed out the credit card. Over nine grand they put in there. I called the bank. They said they're going to investigate. It's been a while now. I called the bank up yesterday. I was like, just wanted to know how you went about the investigation because it seems very obvious to me that you'd call the, the hotel that's on the statement and just go, hey, this credit card was used. When are they coming? Apparently that takes up to 42 days. What? I know, right? <laughs> and I said, can I speak to your investigator? She goes, it's not in my department. I said, no, put them on. Is there an investigator? Like, who do you use? She said, we can't give their details away. Mm. Of course, they're a secret agent. But they're not very good. <laughs> call the hotel. Thanks. But no thanks. I can't wait till they do ring the hotel. Sorry, they've left. <laughs> the bank started charging me overdue fees. Oh. And I went, I'm sorry. No. You've made a powerful enemy in my day. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Hello, house in front of us. Generally, we get along. The you students? Know? Yeah, the students. Yeah, yeah. I bring your bins in for you because I'm a nice guy. I'll mow your nature strip because I know you don't own a lawnmower. And I appreciate that you're trying to broaden your horizons and learn a musical instrument. (laughs) But if I hear you do this one more time... That's a kick drum in the studio, in case you're wondering. (laughs) I'm going to turn it sideways and shove it up your bin. Until you learn how to play them fully, mm. don't play them at home. Mm. That is all he knows. Oh. Maybe no snare, no hi hat. No? Either that, or he's having a fit and banging his head on the hardwood floors. Sure I don't he's not know. Just getting... 
lucky. Lucky? He's a drummer. He doesn't get lucky. <laughs> Drummers get lucky. No, you think about it. Could Maybe. it be this? Oh, uh, now it's turned into jealousy. What oh. do you call a drummer without a girlfriend? Homeless. <laughs> oh, thanks, but no thanks. He probably is, actually, isn't yeah. he? High five, bro. <laughs> Good rhythm, too. It's <laughs> a method. Stop. Hey there, local bottle shop owner. You're a nice guy. I know because I see you a lot. But when you turn to my four-year-old daughter and say, Hey, Dad taking you to the Ecker? Oh. That was a rookie mistake, my friend. Yes. Because then the follow-up question of, what is the Ecker? Because mm-hmm. I've oh, done quite no. well to avoid that situation. <laughs> yes, did you make yeah. it up too? Yes. It's a boring place mm. where they do maths. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all day, just all maths. Day. So... Stabby's off to the Ecker. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. But no thanks. It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Hello, everyone. Thank you for sticking with the podcast. Great to have your company. Maddie's um, over there with a Nico pen and an orange. Are you labelling your food, mate? No, I'm drawing a, I'm drawing a face on my orange. Oh, that's appealing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm taking the piss. Oh, that hurt. Hey. It hurt, it hurt hey, in the hey, side. Hey, it hurt hey, in the side. I've got that a bit of was a... just too juicy for this time. <laughs> I've got a bit of a flu, so I've been trying to ingest some more vitamin C. Um, so you thought you'd squeeze some in? Yes. So I'm, that's why I'm having an orange. That's that's pretty much that's the chat. Good chat, guys. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for sticking around. Uh, <laughs> but you're glad you did. Broadcasting gold. Do you know what I liked about uh, today's show? The um, funeral horror stories. We got so many of those. Yeah. That was just, un- that was surprising, <clears throat> right? Yeah. How many funerals have you been to? I've been to one and I uh, delivered the oh. Ugoogology. I feel like I've been to too many. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah. I've been to uh, 20. Yeah, right. about 20? Yeah, I've, been, I've been to about that. Easy. Yeah. I, it's yeah. not well, that I've, I, uh, I've had, a, I've sadly had a lot of friends that have passed away. Yeah. Like oh, young oh, friends. That's yeah. terrible. Yeah, yeah. I tend to just not go. It's not that they haven't. I just don't go. But no, but they're really good friends. Uh, yeah, right. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Anyways. If you if you missed that part earlier, you can see, <laughs> uh, go back in the podcast and listen, had stories of people falling out of their casket mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. which is... Quick arounds of rooms. Uh, you're going to be cremated or buried? Buried. I'm going in the ground. Uh, my son keeps asking me this every night, which is a nice With a lighter in his hand. <laughs> just want to know, mummy. Uh, five-year-old, obsessed with it. Um, mm. Cremated. Mm-hmm. Actually, I've changed my mind. Oh, mm. you can't just change your mind. No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to get taxidermied. Oh, yeah, you're oh, going to get stuffed. Yeah. yeah oh, we can do Bernie's. Yeah, I'm going to be. I will take you out, sir. What, and just sat there on the couch with the remote in your hand. It's um, it's actually in, in my will mm. uh, that my wife can only get my life insurance if I'm taxidermied in the corner of her bedroom. Mm. Smiling with a thumbs up. Wow. You're so worried your wife's going to get remarried and forget she, you. She is going to take all that money and yep. find someone better and live the life that she should have had. Isn't and it, that frightens isn't me. Isn't it worse that she'll be able to do it in front of you just sitting there? I'm more worried about the guy when he's there. How do you know it's going to be a guy? Stav, will that put True? you off? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not at all. Just hang your hat on my thumbs, mate. Didn't bother you last time Maddie was in the corner. Why no. should it bother you again? Technically, I would count that as a threesome. So be like... <laughs> you wouldn't be Stabbing the only the stiff kid in the room. Right again. Uh, what are you boys going to do? Uh, I'm going to be cremated. Uh, anyway, and, and then w- would you get your ashes scattered anywhere, Abs? In a Kmart somewhere? Or no, I don't know. 
I wouldn't mm. want them left in a room because yeah. I know that they'd get passed on and eventually someone would go, I don't give a shit about this old person that mm. passed away, mm. you know? Mm. Or she so cremated maybe a see. Oh, I was going to, I was, honestly, I was going to get cremated because I didn't want there to be a place where people would go to remember me. Mm. Uh, but then I, I thought, well, that's a bit of a big waste of energy because mm. then what was me just, just goes up into the sky and you never see me again. Mm. Um, but if I go down to the ground, I become food for, for worms and plants and stuff. Mm. So I don't know, maybe I'll get cremated and then put under a tree. God, the amount oh, yeah. of, um, the amount of roses at your grave. Uh, <laughs> there is a cool thing you can do now where it's like a biopod and you get put into a, a special case and it grows a tree from you. That sounds good. Really? Yeah. I'm into that. Yeah. Pretty cool, huh? You'd be able to pick the tofu off it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Might it be a gin tree? Mm-hmm. Just come up when it's ripe. Just take the bottom side. <laughs> anyway, uh, hopefully no one's dealing with a death in the family as they listen to this podcast. Oh, yeah. um, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Love you. Stop by being mad.